Welcome back, everybody, and this is the third time I'm doing this intro, so if I do not sound as excited, just know this is the third time. But nonetheless, we are back at A Show, episode 324. You heard the theme song at the beginning of the show. We got big business coming on. That's Swiss Beats. Get money. You know what I'm saying? Um, We got a lot of things going on this week. Of course, if you're hearing my voice, you know that J5 is not on this episode. Um, Shout out to J5 going through some things right now. We support you. Um, You know, if he's missing this episode, you know, it it just wasn't in the cars this week. But I'm sure we'll hear from him pretty soon on all the major things that are happening this week. But with that said, the show is so big this week. Like, we literally got so many big topics to talk about that. I couldn't get one guess. I had to get two. Um, first guest, you've heard him on many, many A-show things. Actually, both guests, you've heard him on many A-show things. But listen, you know his voice. You know his work. You know everything in between. Um, you got none other than Armand Sadler in the building. What is up? Man, good to be here always. Love when I get that call to come on the A-show. Perfect timing with everything that we got to discuss. So I'm excited to get into all of it. And then we also have another guest on the line. You may hear, you literally may hear him from every time there's some sort of major event that happens with WWE. He's somehow here. Um, but with that said, had to bring on co-host of the War Report, Quan. What is up, Quan? What's up, guys? What's up? What's up? Look, <laughs> y'all, y'all know what it is when something when something big happens. <laughs> Just know I'm coming on the show. It happens every single time. This wasn't planned to be this way. When when uh, Meals hit me up yesterday to be on the show, I was like, yeah, you know what? I can, I can make a little time for this. I thought we could maybe, you know, get to talk about the traders a little bit. Something something light. Nothing nothing too crazy. And then all of a sudden, you know, I wake up. I wake up and look at my phone and wrestling change as, as we know it going forward. So <laughs> happy to be here. Listen, I had planned like... <laughs> I tentatively, Justin may not know this, but I plan to ambush him, amb- ambush him, ambush him with a five with J5 out of nowhere. Ooh. So the fact he isn't Ooh. even here, I don't have the questions, don't ask. But I planned, <laughs> once he once he said he wasn't going to do the show this week, I like I was going to think of him this morning. I was like, no, 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 no. Um, but I was going to ambush him with a five with J5. Listen, it's going to come. And when he least expects it, by the way. So just let him know. I don't know if he's listened to this episode. I don't know if any of you who talked to him listened to this episode. Just let him know. It's coming when he least expect it. Um, I want to ask you guys before we get into it, because we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Actually, before we before I ask you guys how are we doing, I don't want to bury the lead anymore, because I literally have this in my notes. I want to let people know. Let him know. The A-Show World Rumble Pool is back. I think this is the sixth year, seventh year in a row that we're doing this. I want to say six. Um, it's back. You can follow to, to kind of enter. You can and you know follow everything on the A-Show's Instagram page, the A-Show RNC on Instagram. Um, make sure you go to the latest reel because it's a reel now because that's what they do on Instagram now. 
people don't respond to pictures and and, and, <laughs> and words like it's 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 gone beyond the fact of like fucking pictures now instagram is do you guys feel like instagram is like too like even posting on it feels very very intrusive like <laughs> like it's a little much I don't know about intrusive, but it is, it's kind of annoying. Like I'll, I'll know when I posted a, a photo that's fire and it just won't get the same engagement as if I post a reel, which is uh, really annoying, but they've definitely taken what TikTok has done and, you know, put their own spin on it. And it's working for people in terms of, you know, brand deals and partnerships and all that, and definitely contributes to the vanity of Instagram. So, yeah. <laughs> what about you, Kwan? Man, you um, <laughs> If, if you look at my personal Instagram, I only have one picture up. I don't even like. I don't even be on there like that no more. I Damn, feel like it's he rebranded crazy. Uh-huh. <laughs> you ain't got no like, kids, no nothing, no nothing, no nothing <laughs> on there. I ain't see my damn kid. Um, <laughs> no, nah, I don't know. I just it doesn't. It don't feel the same. Every you know, it's one of these things with all these social media accounts. I'm about to get on my old man real quick, but like it just everything feels so like monetized and unnatural you remember back in the day on instagram people would just take pictures of, like random shit and put a filter over it yeah. and i would just picture and it would get hundreds and hundreds of likes like you don't even see that no more it don't it like i don't know I, i'd be on there but the algorithm kind of killed me i'm tired of seeing the same people every time i open the app same people right. every week every time i don't know i mean i go on there but it's not like how it used to be well listen go on there this week because the a show well you don't have to go out there you already have a show also, I'm on. You already have a show as well. Also, you've already won the Rumble Pool. Uh-huh. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> so, you've already won the Rumble Pool, so he doesn't need to enter it as well. I mean, unless you want to. Nah, don't do it. Um, <laughs> I, might, I might just do it for the sport. I might just do it just to, just to see if I can win. Um, with that said, you can enter. We got all the rules there. It's in a nice little reel. You can check it out right now. Um, all you have to do is pretty much in the comments of the reel put hashtag the A Show RR, which stands for you know Royal Rumble. And on Saturday, essentially, you'll know your placement, you'll know your number, and of course, the winners for the next calendar year. I'm putting, I'm we putting the hard. We got to figure this out in the following year, bro. So whoever wins, we're just letting you know you got to figure this out because um, we're getting later and later on these Royal Rumble winners <laughs> being on the show. We got to figure this out. Um, you, of course, you'll get a chance to be on the A show, whatever show that you want. You could choose the war report too. Listen, man, show up, <laughs> invade hey, Cyrus if, and Kwan. If, if, if you want to record late into the night until one a.m., be my guest. You can join us. <laughs> Not a problem. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, don't record with Kwan. <laughs> <laughs> with that said, thank you guys uh, for being part of the show uh, this week because we got a big one, and I. I want to ask y'all how y'all doing, but I really also want to get into like, because we got to discuss a lot of things this week. WWE's they're when they do it, they do it like big, like they do it and they do it consecutively. <laughs> like it's never just one thing. So first little bit of we're going, we're going back to the old school format. That's right. It's no holes barred mm. talking about it. Um, and the first one First topic we got, we got The Rock finds his seat at the table this week as the poor, as a part of the board of the TKO group directors. I hope this is the only table that he's sitting at <laughs> this season because uh, I'll be honest, I low-key thought about it. I was like, board of directors, like, would it be a conflict of interest for him to main event WrestleMania this year? 
I, I don't know how I, I don't know how that works. <laughs> I, like Vince McMahon has done it, of course, before, but this yeah, wasn't I, like yeah, it what was, it is it, now. When it was a private company, you could do that. I don't know how that works. I, I mean, I I don't see why he couldn't. What would be the what would be the conflict? Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I think in the interest of making money, I don't think there would really be one. No, I, I guess I not. I, don't, I guess not. I feel like yo, you started your job, and you know, we got. I'm I'm interested. This is a very interesting move for The Rock. Um, just in general, who now owns the name The Rock? I guess this was part of the deal. They must have really like it's. I'm tr- I'm interested in the negotiations of this. Did they invite him to be on? Does he sign on to be on? Like, how does this actually work? This is like LeBron's. This is like LeBron ownership kind of vibe. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Um, well, well, for sure we know Nick Khan and um, The Rock. They do go way back. So mm. it, this might be a situation where hey, I'm gonna put my man's on. You know what I mean? Let him get a seat at the table, get a little money, put a little bread. Because, like, think about it. I mean, I would do the same. Or, or even if you bring go back to LeBron, look what LeBron did for all his friends. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. I mean, put him in powerful positions that maybe they might not even be qualified for. But you know what? Because I'm literally like, what's The Rock? Gonna, I mean, is The Rock like <laughs> yeah, what, What's The Rock going to do? <laughs> <laughs> like, is he, is he just laying the smack down on, on, on stock exchange? Um it's a, it's interesting. He, the Rock was just on first take, um, <laughs> and they asked if the, already? he was he on saying? his bullshit. So he was. They pretty much asked him, um, "Is there a chance he wrestles at WrestleMania this year?" And they're like, "There's a chance he may wrestle Roman Reigns this year. There's a chance." There's a chance I might walk outside and get hit by a bus, but it's very, very unlikely if I look both ways and wait for the red light to, you know, come on. But it's um, it's so interesting. I don't. I'm so. This news is like. I'm so. I'm not even sure. It's it's great for the Rock, and I think it's great for the history of professional wrestling, and it's great to see a wrestler kind of like in this status, right? Like we've seen Triple H, and he's essentially he's running the company, and now you kind of see the Rock in this like role where he's sitting literally with other billionaires, and very very interesting. He represents so there's 13 board of directors for the TKO group. Six are representing WWE. Seven are representing Endeavor. The Rock is Endeavor. The Rock mm-hmm. is not WWE at the standpoint. The mm-hmm. Rock is coming from the Endeavor side because that's where his, uh, you know, uh, not necessarily. I, why I want to say ownership? That's who he's represented by, essentially. So, listen, he's seven dollars, <laughs> you know, <laughs> to board of directors. He's done it. I'm interested to see how this looks. I'm interested to see how this, you know, WrestleMania. I'm interested to see what kind of play this is. I'm so conf- I literally don't know what The Rock is going to be doing, but who knows what any of these board of directors do except kind of like direct the board and major <laughs> movements with the TKO group. So, um, listen, The Rock going to be involved in those meetings, man. He's going to mm-hmm. be in his Zoom meeting. Definitely not sitting in a chair. I feel like he stands up in front of a Zoom thing. Like I feel like he's not he, I feel like he's he's at home and he doesn't like. He's not chilling at a desk. He's standing up in front of a you computer, that, probably yeah, walking walking on a treadmill or, or you got that little treadmill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like one of those things. And who's gonna tell him he can't do it? He's the Rock, um, and now he owns the Rock. So that was the big news this week. Only for literally maybe like twenty twenty five minutes later. <laughs>
we finally got the news. Let me tell you this, ladies and gentlemen. If Raw had been announced to go to Warner Brothers Discovery, I'm almost sure J5 would have broke out of whatever he was feeling in and done the show this week. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I'm almost sure because, to be honest with you, there have been heavy, heavy rumors about the Warner Brothers Discovery thing. And to be honest with you, it's it's an interesting part of like wrestling media, right? Usually when wrestling media itself is reporting on these kind of things, they usually end up kind of wrong mm-hmm. and usually end up like not really. I feel like they're out of their league in terms of these media kind of discussions. So if there, if something is like trailing towards like Warner Brothers Discovery, I'm like, why would, why would wrestling media know about this first? <laughs> why would anybody know about this first? Um, but with that said, Variety reports this morning that WWE Raw will be moving to Netflix beginning January 2025 it is a 10-year deal 500 million per year billions and billions of dollars um good lord Mm. this is this is monumental this is insane this is what is your first of all do you guys currently have you guys have netflix accounts (laughs) yes so I canceled mine a few months ago because I literally wasn't using it. So my very first thought when I saw this announcement was like, man, if there's anything that's going to get me back on Netflix, it's, it's the WWE. Um, so let me, let me go ahead and, you know, pay for that subscription again while it's cheap. Um, but um, no, nah, don't wait. Wait till January 2025, bro. Like, <laughs> uh, you know what? You're right, because they'll probably have deals. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully they'll have deals. Um, I'm imagining. Give me the 9.99. Let's bring that slogan back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Facts. But I, I think it's cool. I mean, I think you know Netflix has, has uh, played around with live uh, streaming before, whether it was the Chris Rock stand up or it was some reality shows reunion show. But to break into the sports, uh, sports entertainment live streaming space, which obviously Amazon is doing with football, um, Hulu has Hulu live sports. But for Netflix to be doing this and for WWE to be the catalyst for it, I think. It's awesome. It shows that they're kind of always one step ahead and constantly trying to trying to do different things. And just looking at their evolution from creating the network in 2014 to moving to Peacock to this now, like, man, the the, the, the bag is different. <laughs> Quan, do you have Netflix? <laughs> I do have Netflix. You, you know, it's funny. I always make the joke like I'm, I'm going to, you know, end the subscription. And then like one show that I do watch will come back at the right time. Mm. So I just never end up letting it go. Um, I did drop the price though. I, I was paying for the 4K, whatever. I said, nah, I can't do that no more. That's too much. <laughs> yeah, they keep, tax, they keep taxing me, dog. Yeah. I, I know. I, I I can survive off the whatever the hell regular day. Yeah. You know what's crazy? The fact that I, I remember when they when they announced the price hikes, I was like, why do you guys still support 480p? Like, what is that? Like, what yeah. are we doing? Like, why are we still? <laughs> who's paying for this? Why are you still yeah. offering this? The minimum at this point should be 1080p minimum. We've been in HD for quite a while now. Like, wow, the minimum wow. should should not be 480p. <laughs> um, I'm very. I have this very love and hate relationship with Netflix. Um. I personally hate it, but my family loves it. And that is the relationship (laughs) that I have with Netflix. So we still have Netflix. Um, At any point this year, granted, January 2025 means that we're making this commitment to Netflix, right? Like we're making a long commitment to Netflix because this deal is worth 10 years, 
Um, Netflix has the option to opt out after the initial five years or extend another 10 years. So we're looking at potentially a 15-year deal, if possible. Um, we're in for the long haul. So I'm just saying, like, if you don't have your own Netflix account, if they, if you're paying for somebody else's, they're doing $7.99 to pay for other people's account. I was like, God damn. That is crazy. That is so nasty. Is, but it's a, That's real so, nasty way. It's it's like, but nonetheless, like this is a this looks amazing for Monday Night Raw. Like, as a entity, first of all, ratings talk is just out the window from now on. Like, mm-hmm. we've we've moved. They're gonna like you still talking about ratings. Like, you know, the only people <laughs> who who got ratings at this point was, um, you know, Dynamite, the Dynamite rating report. We gotta wait till Wednesday, so it's gonna be Monday Night Raw ratings, or it might not even be on Monday. That's what kind of crazy it is. Mm -hmm. Everything could get switched around. SmackDown as well could be, it might not be on Friday, which I guess isn't crazy because they've moved around a lot. But yeah, yeah, Raw not being on Monday, that's been my whole life. I I can't imagine Raw being any other night than Monday night. I don't know what I would do on Mondays if it wasn't on. (laughs) I mean, it it would be great because it's tough to split attention between Monday Night Football and Raw while the NFL season's going. So right. it would be great to watch football without distractions. But yeah, it's it's going to be a huge culture shock for me. And just a three hour show on streaming. Um, now, granted, I think we've we've seen this multiple times before. I mean, NFL is on Amazon Prime and Peacock. Um, um, NBA's on. TNT, which is you can stream it on Max, which I'm pretty much have been doing lately. Um, and we've seen, you know, they have their commercials, they have all these things. So I don't expect the programming of Raw to change, but it's just going to feel different. Saying yeah. that we're back on Netflix, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, what does Michael Cole even say to that? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're presented by this show that's coming on Netflix, um, One Piece season two. I don't know what what do we. Like, where does it hard knocks? You know what I'm saying? The crossover appeal. Like, where are we? This is just so strange. This is a, um, their current deal with NBC Universal is expiring. Well, it says it expires until October 24. Not sure if they're going to extend it until that January or where Raw will end. Hopefully, Raw's imagine Raw just off the air until January. Okay. Um, yeah, put that shit on YouTube. I mean, they could at this point. They could. Hey, I wouldn't be mad at it. To be honest with you, I was legitimately, this is a sidebar. I was legitimately, I was like, I hope YouTube buys everything. Because the way I enjoy watching things on YouTube, it's probably because I was listening to War Report this week and you guys were talking about it. I was like, the way I enjoy watching things on YouTube and will just sit down and immediately go to YouTube Mm -hmm. is unparalleled. And how much just like... I think how much we take for granted the interface of YouTube and how simple it is. Press so play, pause. Simple. It's just, it's regular, right? Now, don't get me wrong. Netflix is awesome, too. Netflix is just the ability to stream shows and not have to get up unparalleled. <laughs> <laughs> skip the intro, skip the outro. Just keep the show going unparalleled. Whatever AI, UI thing they got going on is amazing. Um but yeah, this is going to be a major culture shock. Raw, raw moving to Raw's on Netflix. Like just oh, saying got, that. We also got to point out that um, as far as internationally, everything going to Netflix. It seems like all their weekly shows. Um, it seems like they're straight up eradicating any kind of notion of 
well, at least it implied that the WWE network overseas is probably going to be gone yeah. as well. It yeah. seems like everything they're really internationally, they're really going every, everything to Netflix, PLEs, all that. So that's, that's, that's a pretty big deal as well. Um, um, as far as, you know, internationally. And Netflix in the past number of years have been working on, they've been straying away from a lot more original um, stuff because, you know, Netflix used to come out with like an original movie every week. Like remember that Sandra Bullock movie in the boat, mm-hmm. like shit, stupid Their shit like that. Hard. Yeah. <laughs> I'd never actually seen it. I just saw the memes. <laughs> um, like but they, they used to come up with original programming and now they're, gearing more towards like stuff where ip is related like i think they see the success of stranger things and how like you know how they've been holding that close to the chest i've in terms of me i mean i my brain thinks in anime they've done again they've taken over pretty much the pokemon ip where netflix is really the only place where you can see pokemon and pokemon's essentially coming to this big brand one piece is the same thing coming to this big brand kind of like centered focused around netflix in terms of like original programming there additional programming custom programming and i can see that happening with wwe as well another no entity that's like okay they've got built-in viewers they at least average per week live over a million viewers per week so that's a more over a million people at the same time viewing netflix that could also be watching other content that we have not to mention they're going to come with original content as well we've heard about this vince mcmahon documentary that's coming up we've heard about i mean i'm waiting for the last dance kind of style with brock lesnar we got to do that Mm -hmm. need 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 the brock lesnar documentary and only netflix has probably a bag big enough to say like all right let's sit this big burly ass nigga down for four hours to film this <laughs> shit um and then who knows i mean but wwe i think they're they are still in the process of let's keep our pretty much like let's keep our fingers kind of like in everything because they still have smackdown on usa so there is something on network television so you at least have that as well they got the um netflix on the cw um and i think they still have the a and e deal that's running as well so they've got their kind of like fingers and everything wwe is becoming listen man this nikon era mm-hmm. the nikon era is uh it's different man it's a he is he might be probably arguably the most transforming force that has have ever happened to wwe since vince mcmahon obviously with vince mcmahon you know changing from local television to national television like that was big he's like doing this but like in 2024 he has taken wrestling and he's putting it in places that it's never been before so much that now people are saying like you know the little andrew andrew zarian coming out with the news like the sources are saying that AEW could potentially possibly end up on max um which people have been waiting for years for that people have been waiting since the since the roh announcement they've been saying like aw is gonna go on max listen i don't know if it's ever gonna go on max in terms of live programming in terms of live pay-per-view in terms of live everything um i would suggest aew in this instance get their pockets right like wwe and find someone who's going to invest in them being on a major streaming platform if it's not wbd um but with that said this is a game changer for the entire company like it it really really is um 
any more thoughts on Netflix while we're here? Netflix and chill, Netflix and raw, Netflix and uh, everything that we going on. Nah, man, I'm, 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 just, I'm just excited to see what comes of it when uh, January 2025 hits. Yeah, it's a, this is going to be something. Um, WWE announces the cover stars for WWE 2K20. This is, what a week. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, who is the, the PR team at WWE? This is why I can't get a text back. Um, <laughs> finish your story with WWE 2K24. They've made a whole marketing campaign off of Cody Rhodes losing at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Real story finishes, baby. We here. Hey, man, we're going to talk about Cody and this damn story because they had a, they told quite a tale on Monday Night Raw last night. But with that said, WWE 20, WWE 2K24, the theme is hashtag finish your story and the cover superstars and none other. I mean, to the surprise of no one, Cody Rhodes. Like, mm-hmm. if you could have. You could I, you could have told me a year you could have asked me a year ago who's going to be on the cover of WWE 2K24 and I would have told you Cody Rhodes, um, but also for the deluxe we got none other the first women to ever grace the cover of WWE 2K24 Bianca Belair and Rhea Ripley the stalwarts of the company the movers of the company the new needle movers in terms of the women's division are here and then it's also promoting this uh, this forty years of WrestleMania thing. Uh, that celebrating the mortals, um, celebrating 40 years of WrestleMania, new match types, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, featuring Roman Reigns, Andre the Giant, Becky Lynch, Batista, Kurt Angle, Asuka, Bret Hart, Brock Lesnar, Macho Man, Randy Savage, China, and more. China, mm-hmm. I guess she gets to beat up Ivory at WrestleMania. Um, but <laughs> what are you guys' thoughts? WWE 2K24, are you guys? I mean, I don't play any games, so me just saying this is just in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm basically I, I I fumbled over 2K like at least three times saying this. Um, well, what are your kind of thoughts on this? Oh, I'll go. Um, I'm super excited for it. I come on, I, Quan. I, I, <laughs> you get on the show before you, you didn't specify. I thought we were <laughs> you need to specify. Third. You're a co-host. Oh, You've been yeah, on the brother. show already. Yeah, yeah, don't, don't do this. Don't do this. No, no, no. Back up, Armand. Back up, Armand. Quan, <laughs> what are you playing on WW2K24? Please. You've been on the show before. Come on, man. I think it's awesome. I I think just having two women on the cover just shows. Where you know the company has you know progressed as far as women's athletes and how they view them and respect them. Um, obviously, you had Becky on on WWE 2K20. Um, as far as for me personally, I, it's always tough for me with the uh, like. I know the Discord a lot. They all play together and have matches together. I don't. I haven't really joined in with them as of now. Um, so I, I, I do play 2K, not as much as I used to. I'll, I'll dab with it. I'll run some uh, exhibition matches here and there. Um, just, just for the hell of it, but I, I don't game like I used to anymore, I guess. Um, but I, I'll probably end up buying it anyway. And I think it's really cool seeing the two women on the deluxe Cody, obviously being on the standard edition. Cause you know, it's Cody, it's Cody's world. We all living in it. Um, but yes, yeah, that's how kind of I'm at with the 2k. The covers look great. I love the style they're going for as well. Yeah, I am. I'm torn because I want the perks 
of the 40 years of WrestleMania edition, which comes with like a bunch of different attires. And eventually you're getting the WrestleMania 40 arena in the summer, which they have never done before. Um, is a bunch of stuff, but I want the physicals of Bianca, Rhea, and Cody. So I, I don't know how I'm gonna finesse it. I, I, I was obviously I don't want to pay for three video games when when you know like I'm, I'm gonna be just playing one, but I definitely want those physicals just because of how momentous it is. I love the improvements they're making to gameplay, the new modes that are added: special referee, casket match, ambulance match, gauntlet match. There's super finishers. You can dive into a group of people outside the ring you can do a trading blows mini game there's just so much cool stuff and you know i think that they've really taken it to another level since uh 2k22 dropped and it's every year it's just like yo like what are they going to do next how are they going to improve it and i haven't been disappointed yet so i'm super excited i'm calling out anyone who's listening that doesn't play with us Amen. <laughs> like if, if, if you want it see me in march and we could get it going amen First of all, yes, this is coming out early March. So they've also figured themselves in the road to WrestleMania, which is, listen, man, that's what I'm telling you. This WWE shit, bro, it's different. <laughs> firing on all cylinders. No no medium is safe. Everything getting hit. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we had a, a WWE podcast series real soon. That's, well, how, that's they, how deep they're about to get into it. Twitch, probably going to be hosted by somebody who, you know, just got things off their damn show. But... um. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're cooking, man. Like, they're yeah. really, really cooking. Like, literally, a week from now, all right? So, like, a week from now. Well, I don't know about a week from now. Next week, we're going to see the premiere of Love and WWE. Bianca mm-hmm. Belair, Ted Sport. You got a little preview. Armand, you got a little preview. Let the people know if it's really good or not. I really, really enjoyed that. I'm not too big on reality TV shows. I did have my Total Divas era. Um, I've never seen Miz and Mrs. Sorry, Meals. Um, you know, and- you're missing a fun. It's like, <laughs> you know, if 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 Bianca and Tez are like Keenan and Kel, Miz and Maurice are definitely Drake and Josh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Just they got kids. They got kids. They got hijinks. They got mm-hmm. family members who won't leave them alone. What's wrong with the Miz and Mrs.? Hey, there's, there's nothing wrong with it. I just I just never got a chance to tap in. But um, loving WWE, Bianca and Montez, I think you all are in for a very enjoyable watch. I, I will say there was one one episode I watched where I was genuinely crying, like crying tears. Wow. Um, so I just, you know, I want to prepare you all for that. But um, very, very enjoyable. I can't wait to see all of your reactions to it because I, I thoroughly enjoyed watching it. God damn. All right. Crying tears. And see, now I got to get on Hulu to watch that. See, WWE's like, it's not people saying, you know, they dropped the reports last week or a couple weeks ago. How WWE fans, they pretty much call them dumb and poor. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they look like all oh, these low income, less educated people than watch AEW. And listen, man. WWE is like, you got to pay to view our stuff. So it's going to be on Hulu starting next week. Can't wait to watch it. I hope they're all dropping at the same time. Um, But, yeah, they've been killing all cylinders, man. This is WWE 2K. It's WWE shit. The wrestling And it's Royal Rumble hasn't even started. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? We got Royal Rumble this weekend, this Saturday. It's fucking nuts, bro. Not to be outdone, though. (laughs) Because AEW says, I see what you've been doing. And we got a few changes of our own. You know what I'm saying? I think, Quan, Quan, you know about this. 
AEW has announced that rankings are returning. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's what Yo. I'm talking about. Y'all got I Netflix. Gonna, I know you're going to talk about right, right. I know you're going to talk about this about war, on the War Report. I look forward to hear what Cyrus has to say. Actually, um, <laughs> rankings, so, baby. Go ahead. So, so on Saturday during um, collision. collision main event, main mm-hmm. event. First of all, Excalibur went through like six different announcements during the main event. <laughs> it was mad shit. But like in between all those, one of them was. Um, the, the rankings are coming back. Um, people who are not familiar with AEW's kind of structure, when they initially started, they did have a ranking system um, based off wins. Uh, that's pretty much it. It was pretty vague about everything else, about like power, like level of wins or whatever, because you can win like 40 matches on Dark and then get a title shot. That was mm-hmm. kind of the way they did it for a long time. Um, so they're coming back into it. with, with the They kind of strayed away from it around the time Punk came in. Um, for multiple reasons, people are uh, even kind of blaming that it was Punk's idea, which I don't, I don't know if that's true or not. But um, I do see there there were some positives to the ranking system as well as some flaws. Obviously, one of the positives was that um, it gave it more of a, a real sports feel. Most sports kind of go off of wins and losses. That's how you get the championships. Um, so that was it worked. Um, but where it didn't work is oftentimes the rankings would conflict with whatever storylines they were running. For example, there was a time where FTR was number one in the rankings, but were, were just not getting title shots because the tag team champions at the time had a whole other storyline going on. Same for MJF. He was another one who was like number one for mad long, just never got a title shot until, you know, story led to it. So with bringing this back, I do think they need a new, they're going to have to kind of fix the system a little bit. I heard people kind of suggest like maybe like um, UFC, how like if if you're not top ten but you beat a couple top ten guys that you get a title shot, um, they could try that. I I don't know how this works. We'll see if they can get it right this time. I'm skeptical, but we just got to see. Yeah the 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 way that they were doing it reminded me of like power rankings and like the old WWE GM modes or like even with yeah. sports where like power rankings don't actually determine anything. It's just like oh this is the this is who we think is the strongest team right now, but it doesn't get you like oh a first round buy or anything. Whereas like if you're looking at the NFL, if you're leading the conference, you get a first round buy. So I think they definitely should clarify what the rankings mean. If it's literally just oh this is who the top guy is or this is the top guy who earns something that that would be good because that was the thing that always bothered me about the AW rankings is like, what what's this for? What does this do? I think this is a terrible idea, and I'll explain it <laughs> for various, various <laughs> reasons. I think this is such a bad idea to bring back these rankings because they're doing the most to not have to lean on actual development and stories. Like, they're doing the most to present this as a sport. It's This isn't a sports thing product. It's fake. Like, it's it's predetermined. Like there's no the you can have a level of quality in your matches, but to be honest with you, the margin is so small because at this point, for I'm not gonna say everyone, most people are having good matches. Mm-hmm. Like, Quan, your rank, your, your your ratings, roughly everyone gets at least three point two five to fours and four point two fives. Like, yeah, I, I looked at the numbers um, at the end of the year. I believe, surprisingly, NXT had the highest average rating of matches, but they were all pretty much the same. Like, if you if you shave the decimals down to, like, two, it, it was pretty much all the same. Everyone it's, got it's around. It's negligible. Point. Like, it's, at this <laughs> point, like, to me, the the rankings never... 
the rankings told a story. Well, at, initially, the rankings only told the story of who was beating asses on Dark. Because at some point, Frankie Kazarian had like this amazing, this incredible oh, yeah, like, amount yeah, like, of money. Like, <laughs> yeah. And it's like, so, <laughs> are we, and we're just not doing anything with them? I think they should focus more on the storytelling and I think they should focus more on the development of these characters. I think the rankings is a major crutch. The rankings is literally just a show like, hey, these people are winning. They deserve title matches. Whereas you can create compelling stories. You can create compelling moments themselves without ever needing a ranking list. I'll let you know that WWE tried rankings once. Do you remember this? They did. They did. The SmackDown Top 10 Superstars list. Do you remember this? I do. 2018. And who was at the center of this? Daniel Bryan. Listen. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. Let me, let, me, let me tell you who was the top 10 list on SmackDown during this era. Number 10, Ty Dillinger, because LOL. Um, of course. <laughs> number nine, Randy Orton. Number eight, Becky Lynch. Number seven, the Usos, who are two people. Number six, the New Day, which are three people. <laughs> number five, Bobby Roode. Number four, Naomi. Number three, Shinsuke Nakamura. Number two, Charlotte. Number one, AJ Styles. This meant nothing. Mm-hmm. And that's why they immediately dropped it after one week. Because it was like, what are we doing this list for? Ultimately, the characters that we want to get over, will get over. The people who we want to give title shots to will get a title shot. Um, and we don't need a million. This is all in response. Do you think this is in response to the hook thing from last week? Because Tony Khan got so fed up about people pretty much um, criticizing his booking in terms of like, why does hook deserve a title shot? Um, because And it's like, oh, because he has so many wins. Well, why does Jinder deserve a title shot? He has actually never won a match since December of 2022. And it's like, listen, man. Stories at the end. Look at Jinder. I'm pretty sure Jinder's figuring out something at this point because he was on mm-hmm. Raw last night for like mm-hmm. a quick hot second. Um, whereas Hook, potentially a star-making moment. I doubt it because <laughs> they've... <laughs> consistently fumbled the follow-up for so many different people. Like, Hook should have a match announced, like, right now for for the show. Oh, I was just going to say, as of now, I do, I do not believe he is uh, advertised for Dynamite. Um, he don't even be on the posters, bro. He, he, like, did, not, he did not have a match yeah. on Wednesday. It looks like the card is full. He did not have a match on Wednesday, so. So it's kind of like, what does the rankings really kind of do? The rankings are a major crush to promote it as a sports kind of like base kind of thing. When the reality today, you take away a lot of what makes pro re- like makes you fall in love with these characters. And instead you start looking at these characters as a number. Cause in the reality of it is none of these rankings matter except number one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the reality is the only, the person who's getting the title shot is the only one that matters. You can't as number four, you can't be, you can't beat number one, and then suddenly you become number one. You still then you're still number you're you're at best number three. So reality is the only ones that matter are the ones that are coming up. And now you kind of have to game the system by giving people a lot of matches on rampage and collision to essentially say like, hey, let's get this title shot. CM Punk got I think like eleven wins before he got a title shot. Yeah, and it was it wasn't too long. He got right. Yeah, there. so it's like. 
fuck the rankings, bro. Because what's the point of having uh, a CM Punk versus Griff Garrison match? You know what I mean? That, that's kind of my issue with like the Cope Open. Like, this isn't necessary. Like, I understand you want to do this work with the young guys or whatever, but like, we ain't trying to see that right now, bro. We trying to get the, the big matches. Let's let's get to this shit. I don't. We don't need these preliminary matches that, in the grand scheme of things, like you said, don't even really matter. Um, especially if they're not following up on said said matchups. So. I, they got if they're gonna do this ranking system, they're gonna have to tweak it. I don't know how. Hopefully, they have you know minds in the back that Tony's willing to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hate you, All right, I'm just, I'm just trying to be optimistic here. You know? I feel you <laughs> for, for my as own sake, say, as they would say. Thanks, Quan. As they would say. <laughs> for, for my own sake, I, so I can enjoy the show. Also, no, side no, note, go ahead. Collision, collision was pretty good this week. I want to throw that out there too. Okay. Pretty, All right, it was a pretty good episode. No, the main the main event looked good. Um, yeah, rankings are back. Um, last bit of news on uh, No Holds Bar before we head to the shows and then the predictions. Okada watch. Okada watch. New watch, man. Okada watch. Um, they said it wouldn't be true. Some of us said, "Stay away from my family." <laughs> I don't want to hear this any news anymore. But it looks indeed. As Okada is, well, he's certainly leaving New Japan Pro Wrestling. They made that announcement um, for sure uh, last week. And I don't know what New Japan Pro Wrestling got anymore. <laughs> like, be I don't know what their draw is anymore if, if it's not Okada. Um, well, think about it. They lost Okada. They just they just lost Will Ospreay. He'll be gone in a few, in a few months. I believe March he's leaving. So, Which is so they, dumb. Which is it's so I mean like at this point I don't really know who their top guy is, and I and I don't I kind of don't feel bad because they had plenty of time to get there and push somebody to the top and either just hasn't worked out or whatever. But I just feel like their system of bringing guys up is dated and it's not working anymore. And I don't think they accounted on Okada leaving because of how abruptly everything happened. It was just like, yeah, hey, I'm out of here. I'm gonna do these last couple of shows in in February, but then I'm out. And I, to, to me, that sounds like, oh, shit, we need you for these last couple of shows. Can you stick around? Like, if you're going to leave us, at least, at least give us these last couple of matches. So, I mean, it sucks they, they're going to end up with really nothing out of this. And it's just like, damn, y'all had plenty of time to get, you know, somebody else in this position. And it could have been Will Ospreay. It's unfortunate that they couldn't keep him around, but... You think the yeah. pandemic? I mean, maybe the pandemic has taken a real toll on them because it definitely yeah. had, they it wouldn't did. be the only business that like has, has suffered since essentially the pandemic. Um, but yeah, did, them, their rules were so much more strict than you know a lot of other countries. Obviously, mm-hmm. same with UK, right? So maybe that's a part of it. But also, I feel like just judging. I don't personally keep up with New Japan Pro Wrestling, but. In general, I mean, we had a show that would cover it. I think towards the end of the, you know, 2010s, New Japan Pro Wrestling, like they had, they were building up and getting a lot of momentum. Um, Lots of people were watching. Lots of people were wondering who these stars were. Lots of people cared about the people that were featured on the show, the Jay Whites, the Okadas, the Kenny Omegas, the, you know, lots of people. Chris Jericho jumped over there. He saw a bag. He was like, let me hop over there and get mine. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
now it's like it's just so different. And and to be honest with you, with the biggest star leaving, this never happens. This is, this is unprecedented for mm-hmm. a Japan company ever. Yeah, this never. And say like essentially, I'm moving to America. I mean, well, he hasn't said that, but we know what's going on. It, it um, seems like it. <laughs> So the only two major companies you could go to is AEW, which he's been featured in, or WWE. Um, there are sources out there that saying he is leaning towards WWE. Um, there, but again, those could change. We see Monet watch and how that's been going over the last number of weeks. Um, where would you personally like to see Kazuchika Okada? Uh, me personally, just from an enjoyment standpoint, I think I'd be much more interested in, in Okada going to WWE just because there's a lot of matchups we have never seen before. We've seen Okada in the AEW environment multiple times now. It, it's great. I'm not. I'm not knocking it. If he goes to AEW, that's fine with me too. But I feel like if you're gonna make this big jump to America, you got to come to the big stage. You got to come to where the big dogs are at. I got to see Okada versus. Roman, I gotta see Okada versus Seth, whoever. Just matchups we never thought we'd ever see. While he's still somewhat young enough to, you know, still put on great matches. Um, plus, I just want to see how he survives in, in, in an environment unlike anything he's ever done before. Obviously, I've, he's not like Okada never done like goofy shit or whatever, like on other shows. So I know he's an entertainer and he's willing to be an entertainer. So I don't think I know a lot of people were like real being real like hoity-toity about like okada coming to wwe like like there's some kind of like disrespect to the, the fucking sport or whatever but like i would just love to see how it would go would he sink or swim would the would he catch on to the crowd there's so many variables i think it's way more interesting than kind of just going over to aew i'm sure he'll have great matches with whoever um kenny again probably you know to catch the that'd be a cool matchup but like we kind of seen that already, you know what I mean? So I, I, w- I would be interested in seeing him in WWE. I completely echo that sentiment. I mean, this is my favorite time to watch WWE, and we've had so many big signings over the last few years that, uh, similar to what Quan said, integrating him into this system where you have Cody's and CM Punk's and Roman Reigns's and even, like, you know, the, the, the stars who aren't the superstars, the Sami Zayn's, the KO's, the Jey Uso's. Like, there's just so many – Actual dream matches there compared to the dream matches in AEW that they would probably burn through within the first year. Um, so I would love to see him come through. I'm not too familiar with with Okada's game. I'll, I'll say that I won't cap like I've been you know watching New Japan for years, but um, I'm definitely very very into uh, him coming to WWE. Hey man, um, first of all, Okada coming to WWE. I would. I, I mean. There's definitely benefits to going to AEW from his own personal standpoint. I mean, they apparently, Bill Osprey still lives in the UK and gets to work in a US-based thing, which I can't imagine how that works. Um, it's fire. Good for him. Yeah, I, I mean, it's fire, but also <laughs> like upping your work visa every couple things. And then that's where um, Pac gets messed up every time. Yeah. Like, Pocket it's going for like two months and then he's like, Oh shit, my work visa. And then he's off for like another four months. Like we can't get anything going with him. So um I mean it would be fire, but I feel like 
he's got so much support system here in WWE. There's multiple people they've shown. I mean, people are essentially saying like, listen, the way the reason Nakamura is getting the things that Nakamura is getting is because they want this guy to show up to WWE. Um, I'm not sure how much I believe that, but it, well, I mean, we do know, it can't hurt. Now say we do know they are making a concerted effort to, um, get more Asian representation in their roster. We, uh, I don't know if, if you guys are keep aware of like the, when they do the tryout, the last tryout they had a lot of Asian, a lot of Asian people were involved in that tryout. So it does feel like to me, there is a concerted effort to really kind of reach out to that demographic in WWE. Um, it could be a, sh- a shift they're trying to go towards. So I'm interested to see how that goes too. I don't, I know people are very much on a pessimistic doom and gloom type stuff of like, Oh, they're going to make them, do something like you know do something dumb or like how you know historically asian japanese wrestlers have been kind of portrayed in wwe isn't always hasn't always been the best so i think people are really kind of concerned about that um i think people who are concerned about that legitimately have not been are are kind of ignoring everything that's happened for the last five years yeah Yeah, it's bad faith but yeah (laughs) it's out out there there is a history of it we do have the acknowledge there is 100 the history of it yeah for sure but i feel like the concerted effort that's been made recently um especially like i mean they've been very very much so they want their wwe is trying to become global right Mm -hmm. instead of just really being a u.s-based wrestling company they're trying to be the global kind of like force in wrestling um who knows? Maybe one day they end up buying New Japan Pro Wrestling. You never know. Um, but they're trying, and you don't get there without superstars like Okada, who can definitely be a draw, you know, in other territories outside the United States. You don't get there with, you know, the Drew McIntyres or pretty much anyone on an international basis. Um, it's a, I mean, we've seen, I feel like, looking at stuff like Sammy and the Elimination Chamber last year and that international audience and kind of like how he's beloved. And now he's a full-on draw in Canada. Him and KO, full-on draw. So mm-hmm. it's definitely possible. Um, I look forward to see what's going to happen. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of shenanigans. I'm sure we're going to get a lot of conflicting reports. Um, so it'll be interested to see where he signs. I hope, you know, I don't know, I hope. I really don't care what he does. But um reality is, of it is I would like to see people take more of a chance on themselves and come to WWE because I feel like in some instances it's very easy to go to AEW because you're kind of going to know what you're going to get. You're going to get a wad of money and be able to beat people up on a semi-weekly basis. Um, but with WWE, there's so much more investment and like actual... Um, there's an opportunity to change some things about yourself or at least evolve in a certain way that I feel like a lot of people aren't taking advantage of. And yeah, we'll see what happens with Okada. Um, Quan, you breaking some news. What the hell is going on here? Uh, Nick, Nick Cobb was on Pat McAfee. I think he's currently on there right now as we speak. Uh, oh, he did point out that, that SmackDown will be moving to Tuesdays come October 1st when they switch over to USA. So just like we were talking about earlier, it's already coming to fruition. the The schedule is going to get mixed around a little bit. My God, SmackDown on Tuesdays, man. Listen, that changes, listen, that changes the A show. Listen, that means we about to announce where we're going to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> 
2024, 2025. It might change too much. I don't even know when Raw is going to be, but we're going to have to look at that calendar as well. We might be on Fridays now. Who knows? Um, with that said, also for also for Raw, um, if you have commercial free Netflix, uh, during matches you won't get um, commercials. You'll get uh, just kind of what they would the wrestling they would do during the commercial anyway. So. You know the headlocks and, and stuff. Uninterrupted all the, all the, wrestling. Yeah, all the uninteresting stuff. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> commercial free every week, baby. <laughs> That's also been confirmed. I need commercials. I'm realizing <laughs> that now. I was like, oh god, I need commercials. I need a break yeah. every now. Yeah. Picture in picture, to me, I'm just like, all right, I don't need to see this. I'm just gonna go somewhere else. Yeah. Um. Listen, that's it for No Holds Barred. It was pretty lengthy this week. But there's a lot of news going on, a lot of things going on. Listen, WWE is popping. AEW, it's your move next. You know what I'm saying? Re-up on your little deal. Hopefully you get some stuff. Hopefully ROH finds a home. Who knows? Um, the shows this week. We can get into the shows before we do predictions because, to be honest with you, it's a very light Royal Rumble card. Like, incredibly light. Like, probably like 20 minutes. Um, but SmackDown and Raw this week got reported. Last week's SmackDown is likely Kevin Patrick's last SmackDown. Um, he's been on the show for a bit, uh, but yeah, it's been... Whew, good Lord. Um, I think our Discord collectively meant... Yeah! <laughs> unfortunately, but... <laughs> No, Kevin Patrick seems like a great guy, but it's just like, nah, he just never, you you have the emotions and you have the um, behavior to call sports entertainment and how to make moments moments. Essentially, you are the narrator, you are the voice that's kind of like telling these stories and then certain points enhancing these stories. And I felt like he never even got there. Um, There'd be major moments. Like Michael Cole, that that was the thing of Michael Cole. I mean, granted, that was too much of Michael. I think Michael Cole's like on a fourteen. <laughs> I don't know if he needed to yell. Like I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he knew something that we didn't know, and he was doing quite a bit of dickying. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's our board of director. Um, yeah. Um, but um, I truly, truly believe, like even the. <laughs> stuff would happen and it would just be the lamest <laughs> like response I feel bad because I think Kevin Patrick's a great guy and probably is a great conversation I don't think he's up to par in calling these main shows or any shows really because um, I don't even want him on NXT to be honest with you um, because I feel like Vic and Booker are like every time we get a good announced team on NXT Someone moves they, from NXT. They take, they take it away from me every time. It hurts. Absolutely. It's every it's, single it's time. Tough. Um, so I don't know. What are your thoughts? If this is Kevin Patrick's last SmackDown. What are your thoughts on Kevin Patrick? KP. Uh, I I think he had moments where he was. I can't okay. think one KP moment. Yeah, no, no. Like there has at least Kofi Mania. I don't yeah. know what KP has. Nah, there's the, there's no signature KP moment, but the, there were some matches where he was he was um 
he was bearable, but for the most part, it was just like, bro, you really don't have more enthusiasm for this moment. You're not going to call the finisher like just very little things. Um, and, you know, I, I, I tried to be patient with him because he was kind of getting integrated into the space. But he was there for what, like two years and it just it never really hit the level that it needed to. He was he was a little better than Jimmy Smith. Um, and definitely better than Adnan Virgo, whatever the dude's name was. But still just he kind of weighed, you know, Corey and Michael Cole down. So, yeah, can't say I'm devastated by this. What about you, uh, Quan? Uh, I do believe he will be on this week's SmackDown. This this week will be the last SmackDown he's on, I, I believe I read. Oh, damn. Um, I wouldn't even. So, so, <laughs> so we got I one more week of Patrick first over. But, um, yeah, it's it's unfortunate. It just never seemed to really work out with Kevin Patrick. They were very patient with him. They gave him a lot of shots. I mean, I will even say he improved. If you remember his time on Raw, there was time where, like, Corey Gray literally had to beg him to say something. He was like, please say something. Um, so I, I will say that. I think that time he had with Michael Cole really helped a little bit. But still, it came down to just, like, he, he just he, like you said, he, when you're the main when you're the main commentator on WWE programming, going back to, you know, you know, Monsoon, even Vince, um, you know, JR, all of them, like they know how to tell the story and enhance the story to get people really into it. And I just feel like at best, Kevin Patrick was like a uh, like background noise to a match. And at worst, <laughs> like you forget he's even there. You know what I mean? It just it is it, it just been it's it's it just hasn't really been working out for him. It's unfortunate. Hopefully that doesn't mean he just loses a job completely. I think he does. He always did a good job on like the um, the pay per view pre shows. Um, I don't know if he still does it, but if he does, I don't even know it. either. <laughs> I feel like he does. He might. <laughs> I'll be honest. I don't pay attention. It's just yeah. between him and Booker T doing whatever. Him, Booker, Pierre <laughs> Rosenberg, and some other people yelling at some stuff. I have no idea who does it anymore. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, hopefully he's not out of a job. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That would be unfortunate. That would be an unfortunate because he seems like a good guy, but like, yeah, it's yeah. It's, it's a little rough. Um, I literally opened YouTube just now. The Rock looks like a thumb on my thumbnail right now. Like, <laughs> he has this Jay Smith fit on. He has a thumb with girl neck with jacket. They put makeup on his head. Like, <laughs> I'm almost sure he has Botox. Um, continuing through SmackDown, we saw the return of Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn is back. I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. I don't know what this means. I mean, granted, the the because the brand of Pete Dunn isn't that much different for me than Butch in the, over the last six months. But Pete Dunn getting his name back again is kind of like how they're moving things in WWE. Um, I personally believe there is some upsides to Butch in terms of how he was booked under the Vince McMahon regime. It may not have been the best, or he has felt like the the best character for him. But ultimately, I did feel like it gave him a role and kind of like a thing. Um, but also, Pete Dunn is a, you know, he's a fantastic wrestler, but I'm not sure. I think people got, people were excited. The Atlanta crowd, shout out to Atlanta, by the way. Great crowd. Mm-hmm. Last Friday. They were hot. Um, I love Atlanta crowd, just seeing black people in the audience. Um, mm-hmm. But they were super excited for his return. He came back. He had a win um, over Pretty Deadly with Tyler Bate. Look forward to see what they do from here. But long term, I'm not sure what Pete Dunn does for Pete Dunn. But we'll see. I mean, it's better than nothing. He still has a job. 
Well, that's one of Triple H's original kids, so I mean, I didn't, I didn't think Pete Dunne was ever going to go anywhere. Um, I, yeah, I'm kind of with you on in the same boat. We're just kind of like, it didn't really make a difference to me if he was Pete Dunne or Butch. Um, I think that because a lot of people, you know, grew on watching him as Pete Dunne, so it was a very drastic shift. Barely, to- it was like on NXT. <laughs> But even so, it was a really drastic shift from Pete Dunn to Butch out of nowhere. And it was during that time where people were really, like, down on WWE switching stuff around. That was He awesome got on time. Mania in, like, four weeks. It could not <laughs> yeah. have been that bad. It, 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 it didn't matter. People – that was right, right around the time where um, NXT was changing to 2.0. So people were already sour on that. Um, and it was just like, oh, and it was around, I believe that was around the time when Nick Khan came in, if I'm not mistaken, or like maybe a little later, but all that stuff combined, I think people were just like, oh, this is, I don't, I'm, I'm already rejecting this, um, this Butch character, even though like you, I enjoyed it. I thought it was, it was kind of, it was kind of a mix of his psychopath NXT character mixed within like a, like a little like angry Chihuahua <laughs> type, type gimmick yeah. or something like that. <laughs> he he leap over tables and attack people and it was awesome. Like yeah, it, yeah, it was, was I, but Pete Dunn I, I mean I like Pete Dunn too. I like that that they're putting them back with Tyler Bate because both of those guys were doing a whole lot of nothing for the last mm-hmm. like six months. Um I see they're trying to make moves with the SmackDown tag division. Uh we I've, it's been discussed to death. Barely but, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's been discussed to death, but they gotta split those I'm tag lying. team belts up. Um yeah. <laughs> Because you got pretty deadly out there fighting for nothing <laughs> for the last month. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, we'll see. Where I'm excited. I'm, I'm 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 excited for Pete Dunne to be back. I think okay. um, Butch was very much so tied to the Brawling Brutes. And I think if we're really honest, the Brawling mm-hmm. Brutes were at their peak when they were feuding with Gunther. And then they went into the War Games feud with the Bloodline. And then after that, I was kind of like i'm not really into anything that they're doing right now so yeah. i was I, I was looking forward to the brutes splitting up and i think uh the story makes sense in that you know ridge walks out on butch sheamus is gone he has to refine himself bait helps him do that now he's pete dunn they they put him over crazy on commentary like they really made pete oh, yeah. dunn feel, feel like a big deal which i really like so the brutes away yeah no it was, yeah. it was a good job listen yeah. KP and all you know <laughs> yeah so I'm, I'm i'm excited for this i i honestly don't see him going any higher than tag division or, or mid card title but i mean there's no, there's nothing wrong with having a really good uh mid card so i'm 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 looking forward to seeing what they do with him i think i would prefer I feel like if they were on Raw, I might gel with it a little bit more because mm-hmm. I feel like um, Dunn and Bate, they have the benefit of like having these very long matches, especially with a couple of people like the Gunthers and the Chad Gables and a couple other people where it could be very, very exciting. Because I think the last match I remember being super excited about with Pete Dunn, not to say that he's not exciting, but I just remember like, okay, what was the last moment where I was like, okay, yes, Pete Dunn, Bush. And it was him versus Tyler Bate, or actually him versus um, what's my man's name, um, Noam Dar, um, on that show, and I'm like, he does better when things are much more wrestling based. Maybe they should be on Raw, um, but you know they're on SmackDown. They're gonna be fighting pretty deadly, and I guess um, Legato Del Fantasma and a couple other people as well. So look forward to it. But Pete Dunne is back. Um, Damage Control is getting a title shot. Against Caden and Katana this Friday <laughs> on SmackDown. Caden and Katana quite handedly 
defeated the unholy union who literally showed up to get their asses whooped. That was nuts. That <laughs> show was nuts. I was like, what the fuck? I was I was so confused. I was like, damn, Alba Fire been waiting a million years to get on this damn show. Um but hey, you know, plans change. But damage control, Caden and Carter, Caden, Caden and Carter, Caden Katana. Why they why they both Casey's? Caden and Katana, because they make it seem like they sisters or something. I feel like if it was the year two thousand, they, they are like half sisters. No, their shirts okay. are different, different colors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Go um, with that said, hey. <laughs> <laughs> involved, you know what I'm saying? Apparently, I'm too mean on them. Apparently, I give them too much shit. Um, but we all got those wrestlers, man. It's all right. Listen, I just feel like I haven't seen enough, and y'all are seeing something different than I'm seeing. But um, personally, yeah. I would like um, Damage Control to take those tag team championships, not because I don't like KC Squared having the championships, but I just would. I think adding damage control to the raw roster every every once in a while would be nice. It would, it would be nice. I gotta be honest. Absolutely. Uh, asking Kyrie. Listen, Kyrie's back. Kyrie need to get in some matches. You know what I'm saying? Let's have her win them tag team titles. Get out there. Start wrestling. Yeah. Get, it off. Yeah, get <laughs> right. Cause that's exactly what they're doing every week. <laughs> these um, bits off. Um, let's see what else happened on SmackDown. A lot of great things with the main event, which we'll talk about when we get to the predictions. Um, Legato Del Fantasma defeated LWO, I believe. Um, so that was a thing. Um, moving on to Raw, there was a big set of news to kind of like over the last week regarding Seth Rollins and his injury. Seth Rollins got injured in the man facing Jinder Mahal. You gotta feel like shit. Fucking Jinder. <laughs> you gotta Jinder. face like shit. Getting injured, getting like not even like a light injury, like real deal injury facing Jinder Mahal for the world titles. Like we didn't none of us needed to be doing this. Um with that said, he got injured. It was revealed. I mean, we got some news last week, Friday, but it was officially revealed by Rollins himself. That he did suffer a grade was a grade two MCL um, tear, yeah, um, and, and and it was something with his meniscus too. Some of his meniscus, you know what I'm saying? Um, we he got all of it. His, he his knees are very familiar with this, mm-hmm. um, but he vowed that he will not miss WrestleMania, so that's a plus. But it's tough. It it really like complicates the bill i mean they i mean i'm sure they'll figure out a way um i'm assuming it's rollins versus punk and wrestlemania um we'll figure out a way but just very very unfortunate how did we feel about the opening segment of raw i really really love how they figured gunther into this for no reason but Bro, for him chills. to be fucking awesome <laughs> chills i like when, when he came out I, like that for a split second i was like are they about to have gunther beat him and obviously they didn't, but it it, it was amazing. Uh, Gunther's promo skills get better every single week. Like he's just such a sly, grinning, like asshole type guy. Just not, like, I feel like he's not trying to be anybody, which is how you get it, right? Right, exactly. He's he's just kind of like being himself, but a little bit turned up. 
So I feel like he's so much more comfortable, and especially as a champion. I mean, I think his the majority of his gimmick ended up being, especially when he first started, being like, you know, I'm better than all of you guys. But now he's kind of like settled into his, he's like legitimately settled into his role as champion. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is any different than his NXT UK himself. Quan, uh, you can you can attest it's, to that. It's different. I, I feel like in UK he was more like just intimidating, kind of like big scary dude. And in in the current main roster, he's, he's a, lot, a lot more personable. He he kind of gives me like he's he's an alpha. I hate using that term, mm-hmm. but that's kind of like what he is. And I feel <laughs> like if, if 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 the character Gunther was a real person, I feel like he'd have one of those podcasts where he'd be like an alpha, alpha <laughs> podcast. And that would that would be Gunther. Uh, but like he's just very sure of himself, very confident, which he always had been. But now he's like vocally expressing. He just feels like a boss now compared to kind of what he would do in UK. UK, he was just like, oh, I'm a really good wrestler. I can beat people up. But now he feels like, I'm that nigga, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. get out of my ring. Get out of my ring. This is my show now, Seth. That, that, that's what that promo kind of felt like to me. It almost felt like low-key, like a passing of the torch. Like, hey, I'm not going to be the guy on the show. So it's like, I'm the, I'm the guy now. And it was also like a validation. Like, I see you. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You know, we've I've seen you. You've seen me. Just know that I see you. Mm-hmm. Because if there's an ever an instance where Rollins retains at WrestleMania, just know Gunther is there. That's all I care about. Mm-hmm. Um, I love this moment. I love the way he kicked off Raw. Just kind of like taking a moment that was a big deal because, of course, we want to know the status of it. And also including Gunther. And, they, and they've done this in the Rumble build. And we'll talk about the Rumble build. But they've essentially is like, all right, here are the seven people. <laughs> who potentially may win yep. and we'll figure out the rest later and that's how it's been for the men and the women because we saw becky lynch bailey and nia Jax get in it um on the women's side ahead of raw it would have been great to see like bianca or something do it but you know she's promoting her own show yeah um ivar and chad gable banger good lord what was that <sighs> i Gable is just who he is. Like, you know, anytime he steps in that ring, he's having a good match. But the way Ivar has really leveled up and perhaps he always had this in him and we just couldn't see it because he was in a tag team. I I really think that's it because I don't think he just got nice out of nowhere. But pairing Gable with a big dude is just always a heater. And I'm, I, I love this for Ivar. Like, I, I want to see Gunther versus Ivar one day. And I, I would love to see Ivar get the IC title. I don't, I don't know if he's going to be the one to beat Gunther, but whoever does beat Gunther, I think Ivar should step up to them and they should absolutely put that title on him. Quan, what did you rate the match? Please let me know. Uh, it got a four. It's, it's been the best WWE match I've okay. seen this year so far. Okay. I know we're only right. three weeks in, but yeah, that was a really good match. I'm not going to argue with the four. Um, I can't argue with the four. Though. What you talking about? I, I was going to argue if it was less than a four for what? sure. Um, with that said, <laughs> the real star of the show on Monday night, the real main event, the real talk. This was this was so fucking good. Talk about the edge of a seat. Talk about appointment television. Mm-hmm. Talk about the fact you knew it was happening, and you said, "All right, let me." I'm focused on the words that these two men are saying. The war of words between CM Punk and Cody Rhodes. They promoted it essentially. And and they just promoted it as this, but we all know deep down it's like this never happened in AEW. For what reason? We have no fucking clue. But it never happened. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Maybe they didn't have the chance for it to happen. They had a chance, but they they really didn't want to do it yet. 
Um, By the time Punk got to AEW, niggas wanted Cody gone. <laughs> they did not want to see that man on TV. This <laughs> is get true. out of this my is... company. But here's my thing. I feel like I look at Cody and the promos that he's had in AEW. And I look at Punk and the promos that he So I want Cody's best promo in AEW, best back and forth. I can't even remember to be honest with you. It was during the pandemic years. I wasn't really watching all the other stuff like that. But Punk's most prominent is definitely the one with MJF. Mm-hmm. And I look at how that promo is, and I look at this promo, and I look how this accomplished so much more than that one mm-hmm. in a considerable less amount of time because both of them weren't necessarily focused on the low blows, right? The, the things to pop the crowd, even though they got a little bit Ooh, of it. moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, CM Punk didn't have to call him like a, a, a Costco Miz or something along they, those lines. They took, they took it there. When, yeah, when they, they took it there. Moment. <laughs> they didn't, but they did. But the thing is, they did, but they kept it so much in pocket of the story. Mm-hmm. Like the 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 running theme of this was like what what the fuck did I type about it? Um, it was. Essentially, Punk saying, I'm more American Dream than you. Mm-hmm. And Cody saying, well, I'm more CM Punk than you. Mm-hmm. And both of them kind of like attacking each other's like kind of manhood in a sense. Um, I mean, they had bars for days. You know what I'm saying? Um, you can't tell me they didn't write that together. I know they had a little group chat going <laughs> oh, last the night sure. before. They said, "No, we write, we about to, we about to fight up some fire, bro." You ain't think they um, just they they no. handled no they do it old school like this, this, I don't this, know if they wrote it. They're just like that, you know. We meet up fifteen nah. minutes. <laughs> no, that shit that shit was too well done in yeah. a whole the way. Punk, the, the way Punk set his up, that was too well done to be off the cuff. There's no way I I know Punk is good. He's not that good. I that off, know, off the top like that. My man oh, said, you know, I, I, I want to talk about your father. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, like, I know he's tired. Yeah, but Cody was like, oh, here we go again. <laughs> These niggas and my daddy. <laughs> um, and he, you know, I I agree with you in a sense. I do feel like both of these, first of all, Cody's incredibly carny. And CM Punk is very old school. By just the notion of him saying the word telephone in this promo. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! Like, that was your father on the telephone. I was like, "Come on, punk! Come on!" Hey, it was a telephone punk. back then. I guess so, right? <laughs> I guess they're all telephones, huh? Two thousand six. It's still a telephone in two thousand six. <laughs> and he said, and I'm not even sure if this is true. This could be a wrestling lie. Um, <laughs> Dusty Rhodes <laughs> called me personally because his son was starting out in LVW and said. Take care of my son. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> Why would Punk be the guy you call? <laughs> that definitely cap. I mean, line, they bro. have right they now. have history. They have history. I mean, I think there's an ROH not, thing, TNA yeah, thing, I, maybe. Yeah, they de- they definitely uh, Dusty and CM Punk are definitely interacting with each other. But <laughs> the fact that he would call out of all the people that were in OUW at the time, like actual vets who had like done shit. <laughs> Why would he call Punk? Yeah, <laughs> that's very that's very funny. It's and he's and you know Cody's just standing there and he's like you know um what else did fucking Punk say um 
Uh, you know what's crazy? I've watched this promo three times this morning just because it's so good. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And he's essentially like, oh, you become this person. And he knew that you wouldn't really need him. But now he's standing in this position similar to where he stood in, where you're the guy who's been carrying the company. And some new, you know, you get the 2K video game thing. And I was like, oh, that's a nice thing. Oh, the parallels look <laughs> so crazy, bro. That, when he brought that out, I was like, damn, it's exactly the like, same. You, you think you're going to wrestle, you know, main event WrestleMania. And then someone who's newer than you comes in and takes your spot almost immediately. And that same exact guy, bro. Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. (laughs) And then Cody's like, oh, you know, I want to talk about the pipe bomb. And, you know, Mm -hmm. punk unsheaths its mic. Pause. Um, (laughs) 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 That's wild, Ayo. Um, But (laughs) he says, all the things that you were talking about in the, in your little pipe bomb promo that influenced so many, including himself, he has done. Bro. So he, he, <laughs> he said, you didn't pass the torch. You dropped it on your way out. That is and, the one. And Don you probably Bronco. don't even care who picked it up. Mm-hmm. But I did. <laughs> and everything that you said you were going to do when you were sitting there on your couch, everything that you spoke about, I literally did. He's like, I'm him, bro. I am that guy. You are actually not that guy. And, you know, Don DeMarco. (laughs) (laughs) Bruh. um, Who do you think won? Who won? (sighs) Who's that? Let's talk about it. Who won? (laughs) Let me see. Okay, because... I'm going to give you this. I don't care about CM Punk's electrician daddy. (laughs) (laughs) And him being blue collar. I was like, all right, yes, we're blue collar, but like, whatever. I think Cody did it because here's why I think Cody won. All Punk said, I have no idea about. I've actually seen all the things that Cody has done happen. (laughs) So, and I think just in general, the, 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 I'm going to talk about your daddy thing. is kind of like, you know, it's played out. We've, yeah. we've, we've done it over the last number of years. So I'm going to give this one to Cody. What say you? It's, it's, it's neck and neck, but I, I think Cody for those two haymakers, the I'm more CM Punk than you and you didn't pass the torch bars. Like those for me are, the memorable ones. Obviously, Punk has I'm more American dream than you. Um, also, when he's like, I can separate business and personal, can you? And the kid gets in his face. That was hard, too. But That I, was I think, tough. That was tough yeah. because he was essentially like, listen, you're ingrained in the business, bro. All this. Mm-hmm. You can say that you won't feel slighted if you come out of WrestleMania the next day as a loser. But mm-hmm. Lord knows you will. And mm-hmm. Lord knows that's going to end up. Be, you're going to become a monster, essentially, just like he has. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I, I too would give it to Punk, but I think anyone who is in the wrestling Ooh. space right now, I'm, I'm sorry, Cody, Cody, I give it oh, to Cody. Oh, okay. But, but, yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. I'm about to react. But, um, but anyone who is a wrestler now or is coming up in the space, that that is a master class for you to watch. Like, absolutely. Timing, the references, the jabs, It's it, it's it, it was art. 
one. Yeah, um, I'm 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 rocking with y'all. I'll say Punk won that. I mean, Cody. I'm, I'm sorry, Cody won that. Cody won that. My bad, my bad. I would say Cody had got the upper hand advantage, like you said. We saw what Co- we saw what Cody did. Um, we saw it our own two eyes, whether we hated it or loved it. Um, but as far as just that promo in general, yeah, that's the type of stuff I, I really like. I really enjoy. Um, I know th- uh, there's been a more concerted effort in the last couple of years as far as these kind of promo styles, where like it, 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 they try to take it, you know, very very insider. That's what I was even expecting in this this um. Because they've done be it like the last number of weeks. Yeah. Like I think the Drew thing. That was um, terrible. I, yeah, was Drew. Happened. Drew's the master of like, you know, taking an insider thing, but not really weaving it in a kind of direction where yeah. it, where it circles back to his actual story in a sense. And plus, I just think these two guys they do respect each other. As far as I know, they never had any real beef. Um, as opposed to you know a lot of the the um, promos where punk was in AEW, for example, the Eddie Kingston one, or especially the hangman page ones where it was, it was deeper than like, they really ain't fuck with each other. So they were like, they got out of line. They were were really trying to hurt the other person like deeply. And it just didn't, it doesn't, I mean, it, at the moment it it was, I guess it was good TV, even if it was, we we didn't fully understand at the time, but it never really even, it never supported the narrative and the story of where they're heading to. Which exactly. is my biggest gripe with all of those promos anyway. It ended up just yeah. becoming this, like, essentially, like, yo mama jokes and shit. Like, yeah. it, it never really got back to what it's about to be. Like, essentially, the essence, the story. How, when's the last time you've seen people nose to nose? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I like, I'm going to put the, um, my way over it on the timeline already. <laughs> Hit. <laughs> I felt that. What's the um? What's the new saying now? <laughs> they restored the feeling. Yeah, they restored the feeling when they put the my way over it. They they had me locked in. Oh my god, this was such a great promo. That Rock could have ended there. In fact, it probably should have. But <laughs> um, but nonetheless, we got a lot of things going on. Royal Rumble predictions. Let's get into it, and then we'll get out of here. It is live from Tropicana Field this year. Um. Royal Rumble 2024, only four matches announced, but even with that, this is probably only four participants announced in each damn Rumble at this point. Um, Royal Rumble 2024, let's kick it off. First match we got here, United States Championship, Logan Paul versus Kevin Owens. Um, I think this is a great spot for Kevin Owens to be in. For some reason, he always finds himself in a singles match at the Royal Rumble. I was like, Mm -hmm. okay. I was like, I don't even remember you in the Royal Rumble like that, to be honest with you. But hey, whatever. Um, Kevin Owens, Logan Paul, United States Championship. Logan Paul has been amazing. Like, yeah. Even I was like, how is he so good at this shit? He's the one you want to hate, but you can't really hate mm-hmm. because he's just so good at this. They've been dealing with the storyline of essentially. Kevin Owens is broken hand and he's using his little cast to beat up people. And then, um, and then, yeah, he just doesn't beat up people. Um, so now they took off the cast and now it's supposed to be like, I guess he's raw dogging it with his hand. Oh, damn. Pause. I don't even know what's going on anymore. Um, <laughs> this is why Justin won't do the show with me. Um, but, Logan Paul, Kevin Owens, who do we feel like has woken out with the United States Championship? 
Um, I honestly am picking Logan Paul because I feel like he has a very clear path to WrestleMania. I do believe it'll be him versus LA Knight at WrestleMania. And I don't know what KO's WrestleMania journey could be right now because the, the way the card is projected, like it's it's already pretty stacked from if it ends up being what, what I think it'll be. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think you want to have Logan Paul in that big spot defending a title on WrestleMania for all of the all of the promotion that that uh, it'll be, but I think it'll be a really great match between him and KO. I I, I can't say Logan has worked with someone like KO yet, um, so I'm interested in seeing how how their styles mesh, especially because this match will probably go a little longer, like 20, 15, 20 minutes ish. So I think it'll be good, but I, I see Logan winning by some cheating, underhanded type methods. What about you, Quan? Um, after the Seth match, I, I have no fears about anything Logan Paul can do in the ring. I think as long as he has a, a credible opponent who, 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 who's not, who's not new to this and know what they're doing, he should be fine. Um, I'm also going to say Logan Paul wins. This is his first defense. I don't, I don't see a reason for Kevin Owens to win the United States championship again, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, my pick is, my pick is Logan. I think the match will be pretty good too. Um, I'm going to pick Logan too. I think he's, Met his match. He likes to jump off of stuff. Kevin Owen has invented jumping off of stuff at this point. Um, I expect this to be a great match. Um, yeah, it's just uh, I expect this to be a great match. Logan Paul is winning. Um, next up, the Fatal 4-Way for the Undisputed WWE Universal Championship. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't even like... <laughs> <laughs> we know we know the result. We know Yeah, going. Randy Orton versus AJ Styles versus LA Knight versus Roman Reigns. It's going to be good, right? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And and I think one thing people forget with Triple Threats of Fatal 4 Ways is they're automatically no disqualification. So I think it it is going to get very dicey in there and there's going to be bloodline interference and a lot of gaga and theater um but <laughs> at the end of the day and still <laughs> yeah it very much and still like i don't even think we need to go through this one by one because i feel like i know what all our answer is going to be i mean this program thus far i will say has been has been a very fatal four-way wwe thing by the books you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying yes. um tag matches guys hating each other um one guy turns on another guy on a show before things. And I'm sure Austin, I'm sure LA Knight will get his comeuppance on Friday. You know, he will be the one standing on Friday or something along those lines. Um, the best parts of it has been when Roman Reigns has been involved, when mm-hmm. Roman Reigns is usually not involved in that week. It's not usually as good. I would have loved to see this just kind of evolve as Randy Orton versus Roman Reigns. I didn't think we needed the other two guys immediately. Yeah. Um I don't. I don't know if Randy Orton can do that. <laughs> if he like, can't I do that, I, I he should don't. Not I don't be wrestling. know. He, he probably shouldn't be. He shouldn't be wrestling if he cannot have keep, a singles I'll, one I'll, one match. Yeah. Outside of RKO's, we haven't seen that man take not one back bump, as far as I as far as I've seen. Not one. I don't know if he's saving the bump for WrestleMania. Whatever. I, I, I guess so. I don't know. But I just I don't know if they were capable. Of, to me, that seemed like the plan was always going to be Orton versus Roman. And at some point, they were like, yo, we got it. I don't know if we can do this. We might have to throw Knight in there, who's still you know popular and maybe not as popular as he was maybe a couple months ago. But it's still very popular. Then he had a returning AJ who had to do something. So I think this, this made the most sense to me. Also, put some odds against Roman for a change because usually yeah. he's the one who's up. 
and with this new management with uh, Nick Aldis kind of being like, nah, you ain't doing that to me. You ain't doing me like how you were doing Adam Pierce. Like, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it is shit rocked. Yeah, yeah I'll do it. definitely. It's gonna be rough. Which, what, which I think is a really good part of this story. Like, aside from the Randy, great AJ LA part, it's showing Roman's a little more paranoid now. It's WrestleMania season. He's got multiple people coming after him. It's been a while since he's had multiple people coming after him. And so I think over time we're gonna see Nick Aldis, especially you know, depending on who wins the Rumble and who they pick, like. All this is probably going to hit him with, hey, well, you know, such and such picked whoever the world champion is. So I've got to put this match together and Roman getting angry at that and, you know, all, yeah. everything that will come of that. So I think that's been a really good part of the story, too. Look at that. Um, but, yeah, we, we don't need to. <laughs> we don't need to ask who the hell uh, this is going to be. Um, women's Royal Rumble. <sighs> We gotta go. We only got four girls announced thus far. <laughs> to be honest with you, they're the four that should win, if anything. Realistically, mm-hmm. yeah. if anyone else is involved, I'm not really even sure if they should win this. Um, unless there's like a no. Um, but the only four that are announced thus far are Bailey, Nia Jax, Becky Lynch, and Bianca Belair. Usually, how three three of those girls off top, like three of those girls, you can make a case immediately of why they should win it. Who's your three? Um, Bailey, obviously, for storyline purposes with her and and damage control, right? Um, they they can do the Batista, like, oh, you go to the other show, yada yada, they can do that. Um, Becky, just because you know, Becky's been on a mission to get back to what you know. She, she she lost and she wants to get that back. And then Bianca, just because it's, it's Bianca, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like that's what she do. Yeah, she wins big matches. It's it's interesting. I'm torn because I do mm. think Bailey winning would be an amazing moment for her, and mm. it would. It's similar to what I said, the whole Batista thing. I do think they could navigate the damage control thing where. Bailey gets the match with EO even without winning the Royal Rumble. Like I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. And so, like everything, it, it would just be personal enough to where when Damage Control finally turns on her, Bailey's like, "I want your title at Mania," and no one's going to complain about that. Which opens the door for Becky Lynch to win. Um, I'm not sure if they want to do back uh, people winning uh, like women winning two Rumbles so soon. You know, it, it just started in 2018. Um, so I'm not sure if they want to go back to someone who's won already so soon. But again, I don't think anyone would complain if Becky Lynch won the Royal Rumble, comes out, calls out Rhea Ripley, and and we get the build to that over the next couple months. So I'm torn between Bailey and Becky Lynch. And yeah, I, I, I think this mania, as I, I love Bianca, so I'm not saying this because I'm not a fan of her, but I just don't think this is her mania to be in a world title match. Um, and so that's kind of why I rule her out as a winner. And I, I don't think Nia Jax is going to win either. So There's a universe where Nia Jax wins. It's just not this one. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm kind of torn between Bailey and Becky. I'm really, I think, um, I don't think the booking has favored Bailey winning the Royal Rumble. Um, I don't think there's been enough of a momentum shift behind her to win the Royal Rumble. Plus, it doesn't seem like any of her friends are going to help her win the Royal Rumble either. So <laughs> I don't even think it's going to matter at this point. Um, it would have to be literally like t- 
two women accidentally toss each other out and Bailey kind of like wins. Not to say that she can't win it herself, but I don't think the booking and the momentum and the trajectory has been moving towards her winning the Royal Rumble. I think she can get this title match without winning it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think the story will break down how it's supposed to break down and it'll reach its climax at some point, either right before Elimination Chamber or actually, no, it might even be after the Rumble, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. But sometime between the Rumble and Mania, it will break down and do its thing. Now, again, Bianca Belair, I don't think it's her WrestleMania, um, as you've said. It would have been her WrestleMania <laughs> um, mm-hmm. if Charlotte didn't, you know, tear all her ACLs, MCLs, ECLs, all the other stuff, CDLs. Um, <laughs> but Becky Lynch, what's weird is I don't even feel like it was Becky Lynch time, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's like if Bailey wins, Becky can always just win the chamber if they do that. Like, like you can get to both matches without either of them winning the Rumble. But then if yeah. either of them win, who is going to win the Rumble? Because right. like, people think Liv is going to be a surprise and she's going to you know pull up. But it's like if Liv wins, you're not going to put her in. I mean, Liv against Rhea would make sense, but I don't think that, that that's, that's your media match this year. Um, Liv against EO would probably be good, but then it's like, all right, but you got Bailey right there who's an obvious contender. So, yeah, I don't, it's tough. It's really tough. It's- the usual way to think about this is kind of work backwards. And considering how WWE's model has been lately, it's let's get the biggest match that we can possible. Mm-hmm. And the biggest one is Becky Lynch and Rhea Ripley currently. Yeah. So I'm going to choose that Becky Lynch is winning the Royal Rumble um, this year. It'll be interesting to see how she does it. Um, but she's going to win it this year i'm assuming mm. um kwan did you make a pick um y'all convinced me to go becky i'm going becky okay all right you mm. we, we get naya i'm gonna actually go, go bailey there you go okay there you go yeah. all right okay um it would be great for bailey i would be yeah. happy if bailey won yeah um it would just be, I'd be like, oh, okay, we're doing this. Um, now, if they say Bailey pick Rhea Ripley, and they're trying to like force her to pick Rhea Ripley, mm-hmm. that's a storyline. It's like that's what I was talking about the Batista storyline. That mm-hmm. peer pressure of like yeah. pick Rhea Ripley, and she's like, bitch, I don't want to face Rhea Ripley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we'll see how it goes. Um, the men's World Rumble. There are currently eight people announced. Seven of them are from Raw. <laughs> SmackDown is just—it's just not Rumble bound. Yeah. Um, we got Cody Rhodes, CM Punk, Shinsuke Nakamura, Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre, Gunther, Kofi Kingston, and Damian Priest. Let's keep it a buck. We knocking six of these off immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> including Bobby. Uh, uh- uh, who I I don't think it. I there, there's a chance Gunther. You can throw it out there. You can throw Gunther out there. I would he say is. out of the six I'm knocking off, he has the highest chance. Yeah, 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 for sure. It's crazy. He's he he's a dark horse candidate. Gunther <laughs> is a dark horse candidate. Hey, hey, to be honest with you, if Punk never came back, 
I would pick Gunther to win. Yeah. Yeah. But we got Netflix now. So mm-hmm. <laughs> we got Hulu money. We got Netflix mm-hmm. money. We got other mo- And we got more money to make. Yeah. So it's going to be between Cody and CM Punk who's winning mm-hmm. the Rumble. I'm sorry. Gunther is amazing. We can yeah. find some money for him somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Ozempic. I don't know. But mm-hmm. we can. How about this? Before we get into the winner. Who would you like to see in the Royal Rumble that possibly we have not named yet? Maybe a surprise entrant. I don't know if they're going to do a surprise entrant this year. I don't even know if they did one last year. Um, um, in in the men's? Uh, yeah, Booker was in. I think oh, yeah. he's the only, and, and then Edge, of course, returned for like the third straight Rumble. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. But, yeah, I don't think there were any other surprises. I guess Brock was kind of a surprise. Was he surprised or was he announced? No, nah. nah, he was he was working. He was working. Yeah, Brock, working? Was, okay. Brock was super active. Yeah, okay. he was in Crown Jewel facing Bobby and shit. Gotcha. All right. And Bobby. Um, yeah, Booker. Logan. Logan. Oh, yeah. 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 I didn't expect Logan, yeah. I wasn't mad he was there. Um, I mean, just based off of how this New Day Imperium thing has been going, it mm. seems very set up for Ooh. Big E involvement. Oh, I, I, man. I don't know if Big E is going to get in the ring yet. I, I think he's on the I, bump right now, I think. Oh, <laughs> there it is. But honestly, I, I think his presence Probably alone. Niggas he's not coming. <laughs> like, like, let's say Kofi and Woods are facing off with the full Imperium in the Rumble and they're getting cooked. I think Big E just coming out alone, standing at the top of the stage, distracting Imperium is, would be enough for New Day to throw out some of them. And then you can build toward maybe a six-man or maybe Big E versus Gunther down the line if Big E's ready to go. So that's something that I've thought about. I don't want to get my hopes up, but it's something, I, something that I've thought about for sure. I'll tell you this much. I saw a clip of him be on TMZ saying he's not ready. Anytime WWE does anything involving TMZ, there, there is a reason. Like, you know, TMZ don't just pop on up on WWE superstars out the blue. Like, mm-hmm. remember, remember the uh, the Darren Young thing? Like, yeah. Like, what, were the, what were the chances of somebody pulling up the Darren Young? Like, hey, are there any gay wrestlers over there? Yeah. You know what? <laughs> I'm gay. Like, come on now. Yeah. Let's, let's be for real. Shout out to that. The gay agenda was very, <laughs> that shit was was, crazy. Was very strong that day. Um, Who has Darren Young that? <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. Biggie, definitely, you know, someone that's that. in my That'd side. Awesome. Brock, definitely someone who I feel like could be in there. Um, yeah. Just so he gets his, like, you know, he gets to stare down with Cody. He gets to stare down with Punk. He gets to stare down with a couple other people. Um that might be it, to be honest with you. They throw in it. I don't even know if they, they're not even throwing NXT people in this shit anymore. Um, Bro, it, it's just like, because they have so many people. Like, you got to assume Jey Uso is going to be in there. The Bronson Reeds, the Ivars, the Gables. Like, they have enough where they don't really need to go too crazy with surprises, legends, and like Do you like not knowing the full thing? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, again, it's, it's pretty easy to guess who's going to be in it. Um, but. I, I, I do like that it's you kind of introduce who who the major player are players are and people get fixated on that and then you bring in all the other guys on the roster some of them have some cool moments and create that doubt for you but I mean at right. the end of the day bro like 
It's it's, it's Punk or Cody. <laughs> right. So who's it going to be? Punk or Cody? <sighs> Both stories I, they would like to finish. Mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Punk. And this and the reason why is because I think Cody wants to tell the story of I had to jump through hoops mm-hmm. on fire, all kinds of shit to get to this match with Roman. To make he wants to make this a, like the most you know Cody he's dramatic. This is this is the type of shit he's into. He wants to make he wants to do what his dad did, go through all these trials and tribulations. This has all been hard times, you know, by the book. Everything has just not gone his way as far as him and Roman. You know, and this other thing, the rock, the, the rock pops up talking about he wants to shot the table. We got punk comes around, comes around. Now he's involved in stuff. So it's just a lot of things that keep getting in his way. So I feel like we keep that story going. Winning the rumble, I don't think he needs to win it two times in a row. And you know, I to keep. Let's keep it a stack. <laughs> in punk's contract, I'm sure he has. Hey, I want a mania main event. Mm-hmm. Let me get that. Yeah, easiest I mean, way to get there. Let him win the rumble. Yeah. Also, sidebar, I also feel like maybe Andrade could return in the Rumble. Maybe. Ooh, I can see Andrade coming back. I didn't think about that one. That would be dope. I can see that. Um, if I had to choose between Cody and Punk, I mean, Cody just won it. So yeah, right? <laughs> he could go back to back. I think it would be a very, um, I think it would be a, a big power move, him going back to back. Yeah, they brought because... it up a lot on the show on Raw. That's what I'm saying. Like only a couple a people, only a couple people have gone back to back, and they've been big names, like huge Steve names. Austin, Shawn Michaels, Hogan. and Hogan. Hogan. Yeah, and they were like stalwarts. Those are the three guys. <laughs> yeah, those are like stalwarts of their era. Like I'm sure if John Cena would have went back to back, if John Cena wasn't champion for one of them, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, right. But or a couple of them probably. Yeah. But Cody going back to back would be a big like. That's the All right. right there. He's the he he's winning it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um now Punk winning the Rumble. And I also feel like there's a I don't know, there's a level of intrigue with both of them, right? Yeah. Um but it seems so very laser focused that Punk is going up for Seth. But there is definitely a story with Punk and Roman as well that could be told. Mm-hmm. Um and it's the same thing with Cody. I'm going to, I'm against my own best wishes. I'm going to actually choose Cody. Wow. It seems very telegraphed for Punk. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to choose Cody because I feel like he needs to go back to back. Like that's how you submit yourself in history. That's yeah. how you justify all the millions of dollars you paid him. Um and yeah, that's what I think. Armand, take us home. What do you think? That was my agenda last year, and right up until CM Punk signed, I said, "Yo, no, got no one's going back to back since Steve Austin." I think if anyone can do it, it's Cody. He came in thirty last year. He's gonna come in number one this year. He's gonna outlast everyone. But when Punk came back, I thought back to an episode of Rewriters Room. Where I was like, "Yo, Cody losing that mania. He's got to have a year, a tough ass year." And we saw he had to go through Brock Lesnar. Um, he had to – he teamed up with Jay and then lost the tag titles. He's got Shinsuke Nakamura, you know, giving him hell. They teased the, the Seth Rollins world title match, and then it never happened. They never revisited it. It was all purposeful. I think he's going to last till the Final Four, get thrown out. I want to see this nigga depressed. 
I, I don't want to see him. I don't want to see him wearing these nice suits. I want to see nice. him in, like sweats and fucking sandals. That I will never happen, by the way. I just want to see him in full despair until that Elimination Chamber match gets That's like 2008 John Cena. Like, he's Amen. never... <laughs> but, nah. Um, all of that to say, I do think it's CM Punk's time. He's never won a Rumble before, too. And, 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 and I think a lot of people haven't been discussing that. So I think that will be huge for him and be a lot of momentum going to the Mania match. And yeah, I mean, as a, as a, as a returning Punk mark, I would love to see it. So I'm, I'm going Punk. All right. You've heard it here. We got it all down. This is, this is probably one of the biggest weeks in, for WWE in quite some time, and it's not even over yet. There's plenty more to come up. I want to thank you, Quan. Of course, you can listen to Quan on the War Report alongside Cyrus. Thank you, Quan, for showing up and being on the show this week. No problem. I want to thank you, Armand, as always, as you got, yeah, of course, some great music bumping in the background. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, always gr- down to jump on and have a great discussion. Appreciate you. Always, always a pleasure to be here. And uh, Rewriters Room will be coming back this year. Don't y'all worry. We are. We're working on some new fun things for y'all. Um, so stay locked in, and I promise that we will deliver. Absolutely. And I would like to say, of course, the Royal Rumble Pool. It is live. It is active. People have already entered. So don't make sure, make sure you don't miss your spot, to be honest with you. Um, because people have absolutely already entered. So make sure you go to the A Show Instagram, Instagram.com backslash the A Show RNC. You just find us on Instagram. I mean, it's Instagram. Why am I even giving you a web address? But um, thank you guys for tuning in. You can follow us at the A Show RNC on Twitter as well. Make sure you follow the Twitter. Make sure you follow us on everything. And just stay tuned. You know, stay ready. Royal Rumble, we'll, we'll talk about everything that happened, all of the excess and all of the. <laughs> just everything that's been happening over the past couple weeks next week so thank you guys for tuning in and we'll see you guys next week